Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. As always, I want to thank you guys for rating it five stars and leaving nice reviews on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It really means so much to me and it, it's what helps keep this going and uh, just makes me really happy because I love you guys and I have so much fun doing this. So please keep doing it. I appreciate it. Send me an email when you've done it and we can chat about stuff or just send me an email about anything. You can email me at info at rachelobriancomedy.com. That's info at R-A-C-H-A-E-L. O-B-R-I-E-N comedy.com. Um, so I have an awesome guest uh, today. It's uh, Danny from Southern Charm. Uh, she was the one who fainted in uh, the finale episode. Uh, she's also been on it every season. You know who she is. She's wonderful. So sweet. She's a really good friend of mine. And we just get into like Southern Charm secrets and kind of what's happened since they, st- they wrapped filming or the last episode. And, uh, and she also gives some advice on like dating and life stuff. Uh, she's engaged. So she knows what she's doing. I love her fiance. But before that, I wanted to just do like a quick like, I don't know, like update. I feel like I haven't done like a life update in a while or just like talked about myself. Sometimes I get in the groove of just like interviewing my guests because they're so fascinating that I forget to talk to y'all about what's going on with me. I mean, I think you care. I think you do. I care about you guys. Um, Yeah, it's all good stuff. Just super busy. Just been like crazy busy, which I think maybe is why I like just kind of put it on my guests sometimes interview them because it's just too stressful to talk about myself but uh yeah I've had some cool stuff going on some fun stuff some interesting things like uh I have now uh, uh a burn the size of uh let's say well, I can't say a golf ball that's how you describe like a 3d object um ah, I'm not good at how would I how do I eyeball this like uh half of a silver dollar pancake does anyone actually know what a silver dollar pancake is I remember from being a little kid, this place called, uh, how was it called? Pig and something? Shoot. Pig and Pancake in my hometown. Well, clearly I'm from a small town. We had a place called Pig and Pancake, and they had silver dollar pancakes. Um, that probably doesn't describe it. Like, what, what else? What else was a, a lipstick tube. Okay, so like the size of a lipstick tube. Because um, I like to get creative when I make popcorn, and uh, sometimes I do it when I get home late at night. I think we can all guess what's happening there. I, I don't own a microwave um, because I think they look ugly. That's a really weird reason, but that's the truth. I'm not like a health fanatic who's like, radiation. I'm like, eh, you know, like we're all getting radiated anyways. Uh, it's more just like, it just looks ugly in my kitchen. So, and I don't really, I don't know. It's only like reheat food, whatever. And I like popcorn that you pop on a stove, like old-fashioned style, hardcore, delicious tasting stuff and then you melt the butter in it afterwards and then you pour the melted butter over it it's a blast it's a great time and normally it works out normally it's smooth sailing but about a week ago it wasn't uh because my pot the handles on the pot get really hot um and so i have to use like pot holders or like a like dish towel or whatever to hold them and I think I'd like moved it to the other burner and then like reached to grab something and like singed like my forearm on it. And I was like, oh, that hurt. But there's still popcorn to be eaten, you know, so I kept on trucking. I mean, I put some cold water on the burn and then I went to bed, ate my popcorn in bed and then went to sleep. Woke up in the morning. I was like, oh, that's not good. And it kind of hurt, but it was still just like a large like kind of pink thing. Well, as the week has progressed, it now just, uh, it actually looks like special effects. Like, it's so creepy looking. It's like a huge, like, uh, scab. And <sighs> I just, I, I'm so clumsy. Honestly, had I not been drinking, something like that still would happen to me. It happens to me. I run into things in my apartment or in the world 
every single day. I have bru- I always have bruises on my body. It happens. It happened to me. I was like blow drying my hair to go to a meeting today, and I'm like just kind of frantically doing it, and I like hit my elbow on like the side of my door, and I was like, great, there's another bruise. This explains why I broke my nose so many times as a kid. I'm just like legit so clumsy. I think maybe I'm just like not paying attention because I'm busy. I don't know, but that's not an excuse. Like I was that busy as a kid. What was I doing running a Fortune 500 company? No. Okay, fine. I'm clumsy. I'm uncoordinated. But how could I have been a dancer? I'm not a bad ballet dancer, I got to tell you. Tap skills were also on point. I don't know. Maybe I'm just uncoordinated in life. I like flail around. I throw myself into a room. I don't know. Always huge, huge bruises. And, and now, well, hopefully this burn doesn't scar. I've been putting like Mederma and Neosporin on it and stuff, but it's very attractive. I, uh, I had to do this uh, this tape, this audition tape for SNL, which took me two weeks to do, by the way. Not actually doing it, um, just thinking about doing it and getting more and more anxious about it. Um, but that felt like working on it because it consumed my brain. But I finally finished it, and it was after the burn incident of 2017, and I watched the tape back, and in any of the, uh, when, when I'm doing the characters, in any of them where I'm not wearing sleeves, if I'm moving my arms, like all of a sudden this horrific like burn will come into frame so probably I'm not getting cast just based on the fact that they might think I have like I don't know like a heroin problem or something <laughs> I don't know it's really not cute but that's what that what that happened I finished my SNL tape and now I'm doing a writing packet for them so shout out to SNL would be cool to work with you I only loved you when I was a child I was obsessed with SNL could not get over Chris Farley's sk- uh Sketches, skits, whatever. I, know. I went to Second City for two years almost, and I still don't know what I'm supposed to say there. Um, uh, loved the Spartan Chillers with Will Ferrell and Sherry O'Terry. If you guys, are, if my listeners are younger and you never got to see that, do yourself a favor and YouTube it. Especially the Spartan Cheerleaders. Well, anything Chris Farley, too. But the Spartan Cheerleaders, uh, my dad and I would sometimes uh, reenact at dinner parties. Uh, <laughs> so that would explain why I, I guess, maybe became a comedian, because that was interesting. Um, but yeah, so, so that's going on. I also, I mean, this was like a, probably like a month ago or a month and a half. I don't know. Um, I did, uh, I went on a, I did, went on a trip. Well, two trips. I did stand up in Reno for a week, which, uh, was a blast. The guys I went with were so fun. We sang karaoke every night. I mean, I didn't really sing. I watched because I didn't want to hurt everyone's ears. Although I have found a karaoke song now that I'm into these dreams by heart. I feel like I'm going to. Also, do yourself a favor, download that. I can sing it, but it's not going to say, These dreams and all that I close my eyes. Like, kind of like that, but I have a terrible voice. It's the most fun song ever to sing. I I challenge you not to experience joy when you listen to that song and sing it in your car. Anyways, uh, yeah, they did karaoke more. I just would videotape them, but that was awesome. Reno, not so awesome. Uh, I know I've talked about it a few times on here, but the, the town is it's an interesting place. Uh no offense if you live in Reno. I loved the girls that I met there. Uh, we hung out with some of my podcast listeners. Or, or Were you guys Adams or my podcast listeners? I don't remember. Um, but, uh, yeah, we hung out with some locals there, and they're awesome. But just the people that live downtown, a little methy. Like, we tried to go and give uh, – well, we get meal, meal tickets uh, every day. So you get, like, you can do use three tickets to go to the buffet or the cafe. And um, – by the end of the trip, like, we didn't go to three meals a day at a buffet. Who can do that? I love a good buffet, but, like, that's a lot. 
And so we had all these meal tickets built up and uh, we decided to cash them in for food and then we were going to bring it to homeless people in the area. Some of the homeless people were so messed up, they refused food. They were homeless and did not want food. A lot of it. And good food. There was like a ribeye steak in there. There was like shrimp scampi. There was some Chinese food. There was variety. A variety of food. They, they were just like, nah, I'm all set. Or, you know, you're an interesting, interesting little town. I like you, though. Um, and then from there, I went to um, I went to New York and did some more stand-up there at the Gotham and uh, this place called Three of Cups, which is a great show. Uh, both of them are great. It was Comedy Juice at the Gotham and then uh, the show called Our Famous Friends at Three of Cups um, with this uh, girl, Remy, puts it on. Anyways, that was awesome. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that. And then I did the... Um, the Girl with No Job podcast and the Morning Breath podcast with her sister. I stood in for uh, Claudia. Um, that was all super fun. And then I went to see um, my friends play. Um, yeah. Do you always just hear like ice in a glass when I do my podcast? I noticed it the other day when I listened to one back. I was like, oh, God, everyone knows I'm having a cocktail. Guys, just deal with it. It's actually like almost 5 p.m. right now. So, you know, it's. I know who I am. Anywho, so, <laughs> oh my god, I just realized as I'm going to go into this story, I was just talking about having a cocktail. Well, well, it is what it is. We started filming Vanderpump Rules again. Uh, I I mean, obviously everyone knows I don't film it that much, but um, it was Stassi's birthday. And um, we ha- we gave her, gave her a murder-themed birthday party because um, that was what she requested, so... We didn't, like, dress up as, like, famous murderers or, like, people that were murdered or anything like that. We just, like, dressed dead, sort of. (laughs) So that was the theme of it. Like, I had, like, prosthetic, like, bullet holes on me. So did Saucy. And the next day they would not come off. And uh, I could have worn a shirt to cover it up. And then I was like, this is going to be funny. I'm going to go to brunch with the bullet holes in me just to see what people do. Um, It was more enjoyable for me than everyone else. Uh, That was fun, though. Um, so also for Stassi's birthday, um, I bought her a ranch fountain and, um, you know, if you don't know, uh, like a certain amount of, uh, pounds or ounces of ranch has to go into a fountain to make it work as such as a fountain. And I wanted to be a good friend. Stassi and I both don't like store-bought ranch. We like like restaurant ranch or homemade store-bought ranch, like the Hidden Valley packet that you have to mix up with like mayonnaise and milk. Which is disgusting, right? Just in general. Just a one-serving bowl of it to make is like, oh, this is kind of gross. Okay, well, imagine making it in a bucket with, like, a huge wooden spoon, stirring it with that. Like, my ar- my forearm was in the ranch, like, stirring it. Because that's how much you need to make the fountain. So then I had to show up in my pretty dress and my dead makeup to the party with a bucket of ranch and a fountain. And, uh, and it worked, and it was awesome. People were dipping pizza in it. And I was like... I thought to myself, I'm like, that was such a disgusting experience making that much ranch. I will probably never eat ranch again. Weird thing is, the next day, I went to brunch, had some fries. I felt fine about ranch. I ate it again. I ate it the next day. I was able to get over it. So that just that just explains the power of ranch dressing. You all should get into that. Um, God, what else did I want to talk about? I made a list. Let me see. Da-da-da-da-da. Well, I mean, my birthday is in like three or four days. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. That'll be fun. Pretty excited about it. Um, yeah, I think we'll just get into the podcast with Danny. She's an awesome, awesome, awesome girl. And I'm gonna intro her in a minute. This is my first time doing a Skype podcast. Uh, hopefully Mm. it sounds okay. 
Uh, but I wanted to podcast with one of my best friends, Danny Baird from Southern Charm, but she lives in Charleston, obviously. I don't know if you guys watched the show. I just watched the finale, and it was so intense. Danny, <laughs> thank you for doing this. Rachel, you are the sweetest. I miss you so much. First of all, I'm not really, like, I'm like a semi-cast member. I'm not a cast member. You, oh, you, you sound like me. That's what I say. Uh, yeah. I say that my house in Laquita has had like... more screen time than I have, or my house in Palm Springs. <laughs> my house is more famous than me. On, we'll on just, Vanderbilt hey, Wars. let's just be honest. The show is, is better because of us. I think so. And you had some really major moments in the last two episodes. Uh, yeah, I mean, and which is so funny because I'm like the least dramatic person, but I don't think you seem course. dramatic. I think you seem like the voice of reason. I mean, I yeah, know you but, kind of snapped well, at Craig, but like. Yeah, the F-bomb and then like fainting in a public place. I don't really think you I mean, can help the kind of dramatic. I mean, I wasn't that. trying to be. <laughs> I know, but that was just because you got dehydrated and didn't eat, right? It is, yeah, it is what it is. I forget. I remember when you guys first told us that that happened. What was the reason behind it? Oh, my gosh. Like, you didn't I, eat? Well. Because I'm sure they say you were dehydrated. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can tell from, I think it, it wasn't the last episode, but the episode before when, like, we're at that first dinner when Catherine and Landon are talking. I mean, you can just see from Cameron's hair like how humid it was. Mm -hmm. Like it was just so hot yeah, <laughs> and humid. And I'm a faint. I've just always faint. I'm, it is what it is. I faint. And I've never yeah. fainted before in my life. I don't even know what that would feel it like. It is actually a really terrible feeling. And I, I can tell you when it's going to happen. Really? I mean, thankfully every time it's actually happened, there's been somebody right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> So they, somebody can save me in, to some capacity. Um, thank gosh for Liz <laughs> that she was there because I, I really don't know that Whitney would have helped that much. Um, you think he would have just let you fall and not cared? Well, no. I, like Whitney just like, I mean, I don't know that he, he could even pass somebody a martini without drinking it himself. So I, I really don't know That's that like hilarious. touching somebody's head. <laughs> Like on a whim is something that he's used to. Okay, so but, you're friends. You're friends with um, both, obviously your cast, and then me and Stassi, and you've met Kristen. Who do you think? Yes. Drinks, who do you think drinks more, the Vanderpump Rules cast or the Southern Charm cast? I honestly, Rach, I don't know. I. I, I mean, I can't keep up with either cast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find that to be very However, unfair. there is all, – all I can say is – As um, I'm actually drinking a cocktail now, by the way. Uh, well, I'm It's my first pissed. cocktail of the day, though. I'm actually pissed because I would like one right this second, but I don't have one. I might grab one in a second. You need to go get um, one. You can walk around because you're just on the phone. The, this is true. Well, we're also hosting. We have – well, we have some good friends from Nashville here – staying with us for the weekend and then we're going to go to we're in Greenville right now mm -hmm. and then we're going to we're going to Charleston tomorrow for a week why don't you explain and, to my listeners just so they know to like like because I think I mean they, they showed Todd a little bit but um you know what your situation is you're obviously engaged and like how you split your time between Greenville yes, and Charleston and also I, I love her fiance Todd let me just preface that yeah oh gosh don't even get me started on the whole Todd thing okay so Todd, God bless him. 
he he did not. I mean, we have been together for over three years, and we have filmed Southern Charm for you know. I mean, it's. I mean, this is the fourth season, mm-hmm. and he's been one of the biggest parts of my life for the last three years, and he's never made a presence like I've always kind of just like protected him yeah a little bit like I've tried to protect our relationship mm-hmm. there's no reason to really expose that yeah and this is something we all um, talked about with him I remember like me and Stassi and you and like he was asking me yeah. Stassi for advice and both of us were kind of like eh it really can't benefit you because you're already a successful exactly. dude like and it doesn't it doesn't benefit him at all like yeah. I mean he's got a great life like we have a great life like what benefit could it possibly have so all season they wanted Todd to be a part of it and I like I really wanted him to be if he wanted to be mm-hmm. part of it from the beginning but he kind of like caved at the end of the mm-hmm. season which I knew probably wouldn't make a lot of sense like viewers would be like who's this you know because they didn't get this? a chance What's to get to know him on? and like really yeah, yeah. So they could but, just I mean, make like rash judgments about him. Yeah, yeah. And, but, I mean, Todd, he's just like an—he's just like one of the most honest, authentic people you'll ever meet. And mm-hmm. it was Cameron's birthday. He was in Florida already for a meeting, and he was going to come. You know, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that I saw on social media when they kind of gave that intro mm-hmm. for him, I have never felt like just sheer wrath. Oh, that makes <laughs> to me respond sad. to people on social media because I'm so protective of him. Oh and my God. Love I can't look at it. Cause now I'm going to start so yelling at people. Much. Well, no, I mean, it's just like, it is what it is, but well, he sent me a few screenshots of them and I was like, they were not good. I feel really but the bad thing for him. Is, well, no. And but the thing is like, he laughs about it. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's so amazing that he really he doesn't care what other people think. Mm-hmm. However, no, because he's got a great I, life, he's already like yeah. he already has everything he well, needs in life. He doesn't need to, yeah. But like it, all, it also makes me like want to like murder people mm-hmm. on the other end of social media. And it's like I'm not really that. I'm really I'm not. I don't tweet a lot. I'm not on mm-hmm. what is it Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat. I am on Instagram, but it's 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 just like I don't know. Did anyway. you actually end up responding to the people? No, no, oh, I refuse to. Really? Yeah, because that just makes it worse. Because then they're just my gonna thing. like the people that are gonna hate and the people that are gonna talk shit about him or our age difference or whatever they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're probably not in the great uh, like their own great relationship. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it's just. But I know, I mean, to me, it's deflection. Yeah, totally. But, but I know also... how much it can hurt people because I've li- literally, when when we were in um, <clears throat> Copenhagen, me and and Stassi and, and um, Katie and Kristen, I overheard them one night when I was like trying to sleep, like just talking about like how depressed they get by how mean, mean people are to them on the internet and like how difficult all this is for them, and it's like. It really makes me mad after a while. It's like, yeah, I know you can be like, okay, it's just some random person who has a sad life saying this type of thing, but it does affect them. Yeah, well, I mean, my biggest thing is I don't care what anybody says about me. Yeah. 
I care what they say about him. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. I'm he, way more he, protective of people that I yeah. love. Yeah. And he also has kids. Mm-hmm. He's got two kids and I'm like a stepmom to be. So I'm very protective of them. And, uh, you know, I mean, yes, you argue the fact, hey, you're on reality TV. Like this is, it is what it is. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. And and I agree with that. But I have never felt a sense of like just sheer like I felt like a lioness. Like I just really wanted to like respond so badly to some of the things that people say about him or our age, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they know nothing. So, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. But regardless, we are getting married in September. Um Yay. His kids live in Greenville. We have a house in Greenville, South Carolina, and also Charleston. So we are back and forth literally on, like, it can be a weekly basis or a daily basis. Does that make it so much more stressful for you? Uh, it, it's stressful for me right now because, it, yeah, I mean, it is, it is a little bit stressful. Do you know what doesn't have to be stressful anymore? That time of the month. Because of Lola. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. Did you know that the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products? So most of them don't. And most brands use, use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. But Lola products are 100% organic cotton. Lola just makes your month a little bit easier. And the subscription is fully customizable, so you can choose your mix of products, your frequency of delivery. You can also cancel, change your order or skip it at any time. Lola is founded by women for women. It just makes my life so much easier not having to worry about like I love having stuff delivered and it comes in this chic little package. It just makes that time of the month easier and I want that to feel easier for you guys too. So I have an offer for you. So for 60% off your first order, you visit mylola.com and enter promo code B here when you subscribe. That's a big discount. So 60% off your first order, visit mylola.com and enter promo code B here when you subscribe. But I mean, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now Greenville's an amazing city and so is Charleston. Would you recommend like, so my, my, um, my, my, my nanny, that's my grandma, uh, has it in her head that she thinks that when I, uh, the next person I date, she thinks that I should date older. And I don't know why that's in her head. Do you think that it's, almost easier to date someone older because they're more mature or do you think, and I also had one of my listeners message me about this the other day, not specifically about you, but just in general, like, what do you think about like women? Is it a good idea for them to date older? Like she thinks that it is. Uh, I, okay. So yeah, I can easily answer that. Or is it just like you fell in love with a person? Well, obviously you fell in love with a person, but like, do you find it like this is a better fit for you? So I, I mean, in our circumstance, I fell in love with a person. Mm-hmm. I swore. I mean, it's just really funny that we bring this up because, you know, I, it, once I turned, I think it was like 25, I moved to Charleston from Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've always been on the coast. I'll, I've always been around like kind of just like a city where the ratio of women much more so like exceeded men. Uh-huh. So you're 
automatically dealing with like a ratio that isn't in your favor. But why? why? Just because you're saying coastal towns are like that? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's just coastal southern towns or what, but just the cities I've lived in in the last uh-huh. ten years have just happened to be that way. Uh-huh. So. I've always been in serious relationships. I probably, okay, three serious relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so have I. I mean, Ten years. That's the story of my God. life. Uh-huh. And I was in my early 20s. And I kept, for some reason in my head, capping the, the men that I would date to be like 32. Uh-huh. And yet, I kept getting older. <laughs> <laughs> and you would date the same but age still? So? age, for some reason... It sounds it like, like that quote 32. from Dazed and Confused. Do you remember that when Mike McConaughey says that? Like, I keep getting yeah. older and they keep staying the same age. Yes, but it was like my... I'm like, I, I just felt like I didn't view myself as, as getting older, but I kept believing that my partner needed to be in his like early 30s. Mm-hmm. Well, you quickly find out that, I mean, when I briefly dated Shep, he was like 35. What? Or How 34. Old How old is yeah. he now? He's like 37. Oh. Well, no, he was probably 34. I was uh-huh. 29 or, yeah, I was 29. And he was, well, okay, so anyway, with him, he, he actually got less mature than the people that I had dated beforehand, long term. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the age actually doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so either. You, you, you kind of just have to find your person. And um, I, I mean, I, I think I, had tur- I was like 30. I had just turned 30. Well, I met Todd, my fiance now, when I was 29. But and how old was he dating. then? I mean, you don't have to say his age. I don't, I don't, well, I don't know if he, he cares, was, but. Then he was 44, I think. But uh-huh. I didn't know his age. 44 is a great age. But I didn't know his age. Yeah. I just, I, I looked at him. We met. We had, like, fun, like, quick chemistry. But I, I looked at him, and I was like, oh, he surely has a history. Mm-hmm. Like, that history could include children, an ex-wife, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I, I just had gotten out of a relationship, and I, I wasn't looking for a new one. I was kind of trying to focus on myself. He was doing the same thing. And how long had you been single when you met him? I was single when I met him, yes. How and so long? was he. How long had you um, been single? Um like a year. Oh, I mean that's a, that's a good I amount had of time. Had relationships, but not yeah. nothing that was serious. Yeah. You know, I dated, but it was nothing that was serious. Mm-hmm. Let's take a short break. We're in competition with other podcasts to see who can get more completed responses to our audience survey. And you want Be Here for a While to win, don't you? So please help us out by going to wondery.com backslash survey. It only takes five minutes and you can do it from your phone. It's wonder, the letter Y, dot com slash survey. Thank you so much. And he randomly reached out to me about six months later. And we, he happened to be in Charleston. He lived in Greenville. Mm-hmm. And he had some business ventures in Charleston or something and he was in town. And at the time I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going on this date. And this was before, honestly, Rachel, it's crazy to me how all of these dating apps have just like come out of nowhere. There Mm -hmm. weren't any dating apps. 
Yeah. <laughs> there really weren't. I mean, I'm 33. Like, in the last three years, I don't know what's happened, but it's just, It like, is weird. And honestly, like, I've found, like, yeah, I've met some great people on uh, the dating apps. I mean, I'm not, like, on, like, Bumble or anything. I'm on, I mean, I'm, I'm on specifically a good dating app, though. So it, the, the, the pool of people is narrowed down to but the re- But the relevance of date. I mean, the... But... There was no... Yeah. Like, dating apps, it wasn't even... But I've found that the, that... People, the people that I've met in person, like, naturally as opposed to on the app, is, like, a way better connection. Right. Like, there's just something weird about, I don't well, know, like, yeah. being forced, like, all right, we just matched on this app. Now we must go on a date. And it's just weird. Well, we both, we did, we had a mutual acquaintance uh-huh. that had, since, since the first day we had met, had kept pushing both of us uh-huh. to go on a date together. Like... He, he was adamant about it. And I mean, it's still strange to me, like how he just knew that we would fit together Aww. because I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so we did, we went on our first date and we've been together ever since. Now we're engaged. We're getting married in September and yeah, you I mean, really you just never know how, how stuff transpires. Um, uh, can you honestly, help me help me find someone? I mean, Rach, not that I really. No, just... actually, if I'm totally honest, I don't really care about like meeting anyone. Like, I don't want a boyfriend for like boyfriend's sake or like to get married for get married's sake. But it would just be nice to like meet uh, the person. <laughs> well, I know, and this is what is so. Like, I literally, I was thinking about this the other day. It's so hard to kind of for my brain to just wrap around the fact that you know. I, I'm a true believer in you will meet somebody when you least expect it. And mm-hmm. I mean, people always say that, but it's really hard to put into context now when you have all these dating apps and like the preface of a dating app is to meet somebody mm-hmm. like it's a planned, you know, it's a formula. It's like, let's meet, see if it works. If But there's a lot of energy that goes yeah. into that. I honestly and, was just sort of using it as like, okay, I'll meet yeah. new people. It's just, it's a great distraction because I was going through a breakup and now I'm just sort of like over like, ugh, just like filtering and, through a bunch of people. Well, yeah. And I think there's a lot of, um, I mean, just organic energy that's wasted mm-hmm. by the fact that you know that you're going to meet somebody new and you try to put your best foot forward to make yourself look as like respectable as you can but really like are you really giving your true self probably yeah. not I kind of so, get a kick out of first dates so I think I'm very good at them <laughs> like, I, think, I, I could like, I get like you. I just get a kick out of myself I'm just kind of like I, I am see. I was like I just need this person <laughs> like me so much <laughs> like that was easy but again like you're but you're but that's your you're you're trying to make them yeah you're trying to make that date memorable yeah and that shouldn't be That's not true. Yeah, so I, exactly. I think there is something to be said when you do have mutual friends or somebody that connects you with somebody else or you do meet somebody organically. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's so rare nowadays. I mean, people are just so busy now. It's like, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just a crazy day and age. Yeah. I'm, it is hard. It, yeah. the, the more you think about it, the more it like, depresses you <laughs> it's just kind of like why can't we just like trot around on horses like cowboys and 
whatever. Like, can't we I just know. like meet Pocahontas? Like, <laughs> there's just too much. There's just too much out there. Too much content. Yes. Too much to do. Too much pressure. I just try not to think about it because otherwise I will get sad, and I just prefer to be happy all the time. Um, well, that's why I love you. Yeah. Um, wait. So I want to ask you about. Um, I love you too, by the way. I want to ask you about how. Just you know, maybe my listeners don't know. Like, how did the show come about for you? Like. Did you get cast on it? Like, how did you know everyone? Uh, yeah, so, charm, obviously. <laughs> yeah, the show, like, I, there was no casting um, at all. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of just, it it was a very organic process for me, at least. Um, there, I had met Thomas and Whitney way before, season one aired mm-hmm. and Whitney at that crew. that's really funny what the two most eccentric of the cast were the first two people you met uh, well right well it was funny it was my birthday I, I can't remember which birthday it was I mean it so it feels like it was a lifetime ago mm-hmm. honestly it feels like it was a lifetime ago I think about that all the time with Vanderbilt Rules I'm like I cannot believe I'm filming my fourth season of a show I never even expected to do and it's also been this long it's just like it's very weird yeah. And it, I mean, it literally, I, I feel like I was 21 years old when this happened, but no, it, mm-hmm. it was not that long ago. And I was at Hall's Chop House downtown. Love that Charleston. place. Place is so uh, good. The best ever. Eating there um, Sunday night. Very excited. I want to um, come back. I wanted to you, come to yeah. the bridal shower so bad. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. Anyways. Either we need to come there or you need to come here in the next couple months. We'll but so I was with a couple girlfriends that came from Wilmington, North Carolina to come visit me for my birthday. And we were just at the bar and Thomas and Whitney, you know, come up and, you know, they're just like flirting or whatever. And I, we're hammered at that point. Whitney is talking to my friends from out of town and. I'm not even literally even speaking to him because he, he just keeps talking about how I, I won't go into it, but anyway, he was, um, like money or what, you know, he was just being, yeah, he was just being, when he does he's not great. He was strange. He's not great in social situations. He's, he's really not, he, he doesn't know how to put it, put his best foot forward. Yeah, he the like the third time I was around him, he was so much nicer and like I think it, I yeah think he, he just, has to feel comfortable yeah. And so being a side, he's not the best sidekick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, Thomas is um, he's talking to me when he's talking to my two friends and we were talking about wine or something and then a couple of weeks later, Thomas had reached out to me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Because we hadn't even exchanged numbers. And he was like, hey, Whitney, who you had met, is trying to produce this show. And we're trying to film a sizzle reel. Is there any way that you could come to some of these events that we're trying to do? Oh, my God. How random. XYZ, I did not whatever. know that's how it started. I, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So their initial concept was Southern Gentlemen. Uh-huh. It was going to be all about men in South Carolina. And I think their idea at the time, they, they kind of like wanted like no filter, like Showtime HBO, like you can curse whenever you want, like just raw male debauchery. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
I was thinking at the time, I, I've been in the alcohol industry for a long time and I was like, Oh, this will, this will be a good opportunity for me to maybe place a lot of my alcohol brands, Mm -hmm. like at certain things in the sizzle reel, whatever. So went to a couple things, never thought anything would come of it and find out like a year later that Bravo picked it up Mm -hmm. and wanted, obviously they wanted female castmates so, in that interim, I had briefly dated Shep uh, a lot was going on, and mm-hmm. I was just naturally kind of involved, like I would just show up to things, yeah, when they would ask mm-hmm. and yeah, I just kind of rolled from there, yeah, I mean i wasn't I wasn't paid in the first season, mm-hmm. But it was just, I really, I told Casey on her podcast, Mm -hmm. I didn't film that much at all. Yeah. It just happened to be like. Like major moments or whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, at that time, they didn't have plot. Yeah. I mean, so. That's how Vanderbilt Rules was the first couple seasons. I mean, I didn't film those seasons, but when Kristen and Saucy and Katie tell me about it, it was basically like, they were just following them around. It wasn't like, okay, there's sort of a plan. And like. Catherine, she was. You know, nobody knew that Catherine would be, like, the epicenter of Southern Charm. Yeah. You know? I mean, she just showed she up She seems very normal this season. Party, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, you just, you don't know how these things are going to happen. I have a question so, about her. Is she is, like, uh, I, and I like Catherine, and I think we might follow each other on social media, and I, I plan to, like, podcast with her at some point, too. But is she as, like, normal and well-adjusted as she seems now all of a sudden? Like, she just seems, like... Healthy, sane, normal. I yeah, she's got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I am really proud of her. Yeah, I mean that—that's all I can say. I—I I haven't been tapped into Charleston as much as I wish I have been in the last couple months and she's also like her family's in Monk's Corner too which mm-hmm. is like 45 minutes away from Charleston so it's not not close is that where she lives a jump skipping away so is that where she lives when, she lives with her parents so yeah well I, I don't know that for sure but I just know like it's not as easy for us to hang out as it used to be I mean now I have my life with somebody else with kids that we're back in forth between Greenville and Charleston. Mm-hmm. She seems very healthy to me, very happy, very um, in tune with herself. I don't know any specifics that have gone on recently, but we, we've we communicated in the last like week, just like over text, really? and I think she's she's in very good spirits. And Are her and Thomas going to get back together? I, I mean, I know, I know there's like a lot you can't talk about, I will, but... And, and if there's anything yeah, by I the mean, way that you're like, just, hey, cut that out, I will cut it out. But I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 I doubt it. Oh, that I, made that made me happy at the end. I of mean, the okay, finale. I doubt it right now. Aww. They need some time apart from each other just to like center themselves. I feel like <laughs> and they, fall in love again the way that they did the first time. Yeah, well, uh, without all of these preconceived notions and uh, like. So much has happened between the two of them. I feel like there was a big jump in editing, by the way, in the season finale with um, how all of a sudden it was like 
there was one conversation basically that Landon and Catherine had, and basically a flashback of a conversation that Landon and uh, Thomas had. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, okay, so Thomas and Catherine are cool, and Landon hates uh, Thomas now, and her and Catherine are sort of cool? Like, did they... It was just a weird... There's, it feels like there's like a plot hole. Well, I mean... Or just they can't fit everything in, but like it didn't really seem like it was fully explained what happened. What did and happen. I don't even know that it, it anybody understands it. Mm-hmm. All I saw... Because I, I didn't see a lot of that backstory... I did witness when Landon was actually, like, being vulnerable to Catherine, which I think that's exactly what Catherine needed mm-hmm. at that dinner. Like, she just needed Landon to some capacity admit or take some accountability that... Do you believe it was genuine, she though, doesn't from Landon? Or I, do you think I, Landon I just really, didn't want to look like a bad person anymore? I... I mean, I don't. I bought it that night. I mean, enough to the point where I defended her the next day. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I made a point to do that. But you looked really adorable did. and very skinny sitting there in your bikini. I would not ever sit in a bikini on camera. I regret uh, the one no. time I wore a bikini and drank eight Again, beers before that was on the camera. Day that I was very dehydrated. <laughs> oh my god, you're so Probably tiny. Probably not up. in the past. At least you were smart enough not to eat or drink a lot when you wore a bikini on camera. I drank oh eight beers God. when I went rafting and stood in a bikini. See, then, well, like, that's what's like a I'm moron. not a beer drinker. I'm not a beer drinker. I'm not either, but that's all we had to drink. And what am I just not going to drink? <laughs> Anyways. Um, so you, okay, so yeah, you think Landon I, was being uh, genuine-ish? I, I, okay. Genuine I adjacent? I think her heart of hearts... Mm-hmm. she's always wanted to say those things to Catherine, but there's a, some element of pride that has kept her from feeling like she needs to do that. Mm-hmm. And whether it's saving face in, in her mind or principle, I mean, I don't know what it is, but just like humanistically, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just makes sense for you to acknowledge at least to some capacity to somebody that, you have entered their life. I mean, Catherine and Thomas already had a life. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it was together or not, they had a child. Yeah, I mean, that's... She entered that life to some capacity and affected her. I mean, there's no way you can't affect Catherine if you So did they actually ever, like, Thomas's... sleep together or, like, date Landon and Thomas? I don't know. I mean, I don't know that we will ever know, but... Really? They both swear no. Yeah. I, I mean, mm, I'm not sure. You, nev- buy it. you never know. I mean, although I've never been able to keep a I secret can, myself, I so I don't know is. how people can actually like take something to the grave. I don't think I'm such an honest person that I don't yeah. know. But but all all I can go off of is how Catherine feels about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She is so convinced. She just wants somebody to tell her the truth. I, I don't blame I mean? her. I would want that too. And it's, it's even like if even world, if it's bad news, sometimes it's just nice to know the truth. Yeah, when the world is like trying to to defend somebody else, and you are so convinced, and there's nothing that is giving. I mean, she's got pretty good intuition. I will say, Catherine, she she's got a a solid gut. Yeah. Um, but I think that's also, it, it makes her paranoid, you know, mm-hmm. but 
I don't think we'll ever know. I mean, it, it, at this point, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't think anybody will get vindication about it. It, it just, it is what it is. It, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think even if, Kat, even if Thomas and, and Landon came out tomorrow and said, yep, it happened, nobody would even care. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, you know. It's been too it, long now. It's been talked yeah, about too much. Yeah, it's been too long. Like, who cares? Did you film I mean, at the reunion? Did that happen already? Did you guys have your reunion? Yeah, no, it, it did happen. No, I did not. Did you you no. weren't. It, it was in New York, right? Yes. You weren't there for it. Do you no. know anything that happened on the reunion? Well, are you not allowed to say? Uh, yeah, nothing crazy. So Chelsea and Austin are a real couple, huh? Yeah, I don't really know, actually. Because I, I mean, I have only seen, uh, I've probably missed like five episodes this season. I was trying to stay on top of it. Um, but I saw on social media, I don't follow either of them. How the hell did I see this? I think when Instagram like suggests things, she did like a birthday post for him and it seemed like they were very together. So it's not like a fake, like set up couple well, for production. No, I think they're, I think they're friends. I think they went to dinner. I don't, honestly, I don't know that they are together oh so you feel like that last conversation on the finale was production being like we need to wrap this up like say i mean <sighs> i'm just speaking like knowing like how filming goes where it's like they need I they mean, need a I definitive don't know. thing i feel like i always get in trouble for divulging things and mm-hmm. i i honestly don't know the answer so okay. I, I don't Fine. even wanna i don't want to get you in trouble i'll just ask aaron foy no, it's okay. <laughs> we share. Uh, by the way, my listeners, yeah, we share. Aaron we Foy. share a producer on both Vanderpump and Southern Charm. No, now she's going to get pissed at both no, of us. No, she won't. Sassy and I are always trying to get information out of Foy, and she's just like, I "I'm know. not telling you." We're like, "But you just winked at me. I think that means something." You blit. Yeah, I... give us something. Yeah, no. I mean, gosh, poor Chelsea. I mean, she. Man, well, not poor Chelsea. I mean, she she was like the hot commodity. Yeah, must be nice. But did she, okay, did Shep actually like and her? And that was, was without that, Bumble. Was that, set up? that was without Bumble. That was without Listen, Ryan. Danny, I'm, that doing, was listen, I'm doing just fine. I'm joking. I'm doing just fine. Um, <laughs> I am. Um, I'm not worried about you, Rachel. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're, you're, you're going to end up happier than anybody. Uh, I think so. Because you're. Because I'm you, just happy You're patient. Liberal. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I'll be all right. Wait, so did Shep <laughs> actually like uh, Chelsea or was that – did I feel like I – I forget. I can't remember if I asked him in New York. I, I, I went yeah, and drank some Yeah, I mean, Shep, I never really I asked Shep about it. I, yeah, I didn't – I think I wanted to ask him and I forgot. <laughs> so I'm asking you, so I you mean, don't know Shep, either. Shep is still Shep. Yeah. I mean, he Chef has his own nice. show now about dating. So, I'm, like, so I mean, surprised I at how t- lovely he was, though, when I saw him. Like, and not in, like, a, like, just in, like, a genuine, very genuine way. Like, wasn't hitting on me. I just got the sense that I was, like, well, you know, he was you, really you nice Shepherd. this time. You saw Shepard. Okay. You didn't see Shep. Okay. Well, I've seen <laughs> Shep. Shep before in Charleston. Yeah. And, yeah, and and that was Shep. Yeah. That wasn't Shepard. Okay. Shepard is very, like, the the chef that I know from back in the day, extremely well-mannered, um, compassionate, sweet, mm-hmm. attentive. And then there's, like, the chef that just wants to have fun and hang out and, you yeah. know, it's, 
he's got to figure out, he's got to find a balance between the two of those. And that's when he'll end up finding the love of his life. Whenever I need to find balance, I really stick to my HelloFresh meal program. It's just easy and super healthy. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. They also employ two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to ensure it's nutritionally balanced. They source the freshest ingredients, measured to the exact quantities so there's no food waste. They also deliver the food right to your doorstep in a recyclable insulated box for free. So it's actually just less than $10 a meal. That is so inexpensive. And I have an offer for my listeners. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code BEHERE30. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter BEHERE30. Yeah. I talked to one. Well, yeah, I'm not going to divulge anything for his show, but I think it went well. Oh, we'll talk about that later. But I talked to him about that oh, too. Good. His new show. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But um. So wait, how was Stassi's birthday? I'm so. Okay, oh so I saw pictures of a ranch. I fountain. got her a ranch fountain. I was very and proud I... of that. But we <laughs> left it there because how disgusting it is. How disgusting would it have been to like put the ranch fountain back in my Uber on the way home? Like, oh, well, like, yeah. I'm like, it was 150 bucks, so not worth it. I'm just gonna leave so it there. Did you actually transport the ranch fountain? How so, does that happen? So uh, the ranch fountain had no ranch in it when I transported it there, and then I had a bucket of actual ranch that I'm homemade. Where because- did you buy? No, no, I made it. <laughs> say, where did you I buy made it, that? Which is disgusting. How do you make ranch? Well, neither. Okay, so Stassi and I both don't like store-bought ranch. We like ranch in grocery. Oh not my grocery, gosh, sorry, in restaurants. Snobs. And so, yes, we are. We take it oh very seriously. Oh my, this is a whole different level. So I made, but we do like the Hidden Valley packet <laughs> that you can make ranch out of. And so, oh um, to get God. enough ranch to put in a fountain, you have to make like a bucket size. <laughs> And so, so I was wait, literally like wait, stirring it with cow, like. What do you mix it with? I don't think and I've milk, ever realized. It's disgusting. Ew. And I thought ew. I would never be able to I eat think ranch if I again. Knew... And I ate it the next day. I was actually fine. I got over it quickly. So wait, do you use a mixer? No, I hand mix it with you a spoon. You just stir it? Yeah, it was disgusting. And then I whisked I think it a little bit. you're teaching a lot of your listeners how to make organic. Yeah, but it's still. Authentic ranch dressing. It was disgusting. But yeah, anyway, so she had a ranch fountain. And then it was murder-themed, the birthday, which I feel like when that airs, people are going to be like, that's so fucked up. Because I don't know if that's very politically correct, but, like, we don't really care. Um, Who cares? It's her birthday. It's about her. And so we all had, like, prosthetic bullet holes and stuff (laughs) on and just all this weird shit. But it was really fun. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really fun. Granted, we were filming it, so it's kind of hard to enjoy it as much as you would normally enjoy it. Yeah. But it was still fun. Well-themed. Yeah. And, and my well birthday's in out. like a week. Yay. Your what? My birthday's in like a week. Shut up. Is it really? Yeah, but I don't know what I want to do. Stassi says she has something in mind, maybe, but I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to do anything. Oh, uh, whatever. You're turning, what, 32? I'm turning 29, Danny. No, you're not. We do not are discuss you? my are age you, on the podcast. Are you kidding? I'm just going to make a time code note right now that I'm cutting <laughs> that out. <laughs> I already know I'm the oldest no, one. No, I will be turning 32. Please? I'll be turning 32. Okay. Which I don't, I don't actually mind getting older. Heck no, girl, no. I, I, 
However, I will say, I feel like I have aged a lot between 32 and 33. I'm, like, noticing, like, just lines on my face and I'm neck that I'm like, too. I don't like, I'm it. like, oh, my gosh. Like, where did these come from? You I mean, know, I feel like, like I deserve it. Like, I live sort of hard. I Not deserve, that I smoke yeah. or anything, but, like, the amount no, that I, I drink. It, I like, think. I do comedy at night. I travel a lot. Like, but it's just weird how you all of a sudden recognize it yeah. in a certain lighting, and then you can't stop noticing it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, man. Like, but I refuse is... to get all the weird plastic surgery people get. I'm so sick of that look. I'm so sick of yeah, people's no, faces don't, being don't, filled don't, up don't, and don't. all that. Like, I'm just – I just I don't have to anything. not be in style anymore. I don't have anything against Botox, but, yeah, but the once you start doing weird. filler and, and all of that, like – you're literally morphing your face into something else. And it actually, I think, makes people look, when, especially when you get it when you're young, it almost makes them look older because it's like yeah. a lot of older people have filler. So it's like, I don't know if this person is just older right. and now looks kind of young or if they're right. young and just had filler. It's like confusing. Right. I don't know. It's weird. I'm I'm not too worried about it though. I mean, everyone gets older. Oh, you're fine. You're everyone gets older. I'm a comedian. I'm meant to just be funny. I don't really need to be the hottest <laughs> person in the room. Tell, no, this is. A, I'm like, tell me something funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the least funny person ever. You so are so funny I love, and so sweet. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. I feel like you're very like motherly and wise. I feel like I just want to ask you. Yeah, all which the time. is not funny. It's like the opposite. But I'm kind of it's like, like motherly too, oh. and I still am funny. I think you're funny. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're both. <laughs> so you have both going for you. I haven't been I just, very motherly lately. I feel like I've like needed. I'm like a child that people need to take care of lately because there's just been so much going on, and I'm just like, help me. The other day, literally, I was like, I think I was driving from Greenville to Charleston, and I t- I texted Naomi, and I was like, like any. Anytime I feel down or mm-hmm. I'm just, like, annoyed with something, I'm like, will you just, like, call me and say something in French or Aww. text me something in French? <laughs> For really some cute. reason. Just, like, puts you in a good mood. You can call I'm me like, anytime you're sad. I called you when I was upset the other day about something, and I felt like that was really random for you. You were like, did you butt dial me? Like, what? Well, no. I'm like, no, no I, I just love- wanted your advice. No, I loved it. No, I loved it. You give no, good advice. Do I? I yeah. don't know. Give me some life advice right now, Danny. Life advice? I mean, you've got you've got your shit together. You don't need life advice. You just need to go with your gut, honestly. Like you've got a good head on your shoulders. Like you you're motivated. You know, you have an idea of what where you want to be and you just need to keep on that path and everything else will fall into place. I'm not like worried about like I I know I'll be I know I'll always be fine in my career cuz I just am like so driven and like I'm matter of fact in the sense of like it's gonna happen there's nothing else I want to do with my life like uh so it has and to happen and don't sway and don't sway from yeah that. but it's harder for me in like dating and relationship stuff because I don't want to feel things and so it's like it's hard for me to it's like no. I've been having a hard time trying to figure out if I'm um if I am cold or unemotional or if I'm you're not either because I know you you're not you're just you're you're smart enough to have like the forethought that you need to come first and you need to love yourself and be confident in yourself before you can give that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And maybe in past relationships, you've kind of just not settled, but 
you know, like, I don't know. I, I just I really like, like when people like me a lot and then I'm. <laughs> but yeah, the, but the thing is you need to actually really be motivated and intrigued by somebody else. Yeah. And that, like, okay, that was me, me with in the Todd, past. Actually, I really like do want to be with someone that I'm like inspired yeah, by Yeah, like me dating was... Todd, I mean, he's 14 years older than me. Mm-hmm. But it took me, I, it took me 30 years until I knew myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't, I mean. Yeah, that's true. I guarantee you I would not have met the love of my life before I was 27. There was no way. Yeah. And even still, 27 to 30, no. Mm -hmm. I mean, we met at the perfect time and we balance each other out. Like he's the yin to my yang. Like it, it just is what it is. And I don't know that you can explain that and you can't really be seeking it out. Yeah. I'm really not, honestly. I just, like, date just because it's entertaining. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I mean, it would be nice to meet someone, but I don't need to meet someone, if that makes sense. You you know, I know exactly what you're saying. And you're going to end up meeting the love of your life, and things are going to happen probably very quickly after that. Mm Mm-hmm. And so don't put – don't even – I know you're not worried about it, but just don't put the stress on yourself. Yeah. It's more like I Do stress. About, I, it's more like I stress about like once I've started hanging out with someone, like how are you supposed to act in that case? Like, uh, well, because like, it's also the age. Like we're in our thirties, you know. Uh-huh. So it's like, it, you know, like you're like, do I want kids? Like, there are all these things that you feel pressured into thinking about for your future. Yeah, you know, I don't really and, worry and about it, the kids thing. I mean, I know I'll have them, but like for some reason that doesn't stress me out that much. Like, I guess well, I should be worried about it, but, like, I just feel like, yeah, I'm sure I'll have them and it'll be great, but well, I, I guess I should right be stressed. Mind. I guess I... The, no, you shouldn't be. You're in the right frame of mind. You shouldn't be. Yeah. But there are, there mean, are different stresses now that we're, we've gotten older. I, I, I get it. Well, it's just natural for anybody, any single woman in their 30s, mm-hmm. for people to be like, so who are you dating? Are you seeing anyone? Yeah. who you see you know and you're yeah, just like so you true. feel like you need to tell a story and it's just kind of like you're like um, I'm just well, chilling happening with my career you're like I'm just looking forward to happy hour yeah, yeah. and, and, and going like, on, on, on the road doing comedy time. yeah 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 I, I, I feel lucky though my parents have never put pressure on me with that kind of thing and like I think that I and so I never really put pressure on myself I'm like yeah I know I'll get married but like no rush uh, it's, it'll happen. Like, I don't feel like, okay, just because I'm this age, like it's time to settle down. Like everyone's probably thinking there's something wrong with me because I haven't settled down. I'm like, no, I don't really care. Rachel, no, yeah. I don't think no. that way. I, yeah. Like I look back to when I was in like, just like graduating college and all of my like good friends had gotten married between like the age of like 22 and 26. Are they still married? Well, most of them. Oh, okay. But it's only been, like, it hasn't even been 10 years. Yeah. Like, I, I just, and I I know how much I've changed as a person. Yeah. From 25 to now, or 23, even more so, 23 to now. I mean, it just, it's, it's just crazy to think about. Yeah. I, you're... Hey, you're golden. You'll be fine. I'm not worried about you. Okay, so no life advice. Find Danny. 
Nope. Well, I mean, my, no, my life <laughs> advice is just like keep doing what you're doing and, yeah. and don't feel like you're pressured into doing anything that you don't feel comfortable doing. Like you are going to end up finding somebody that you love, like just keep doing like you're, you're grinding. Mm-hmm. Keep grinding. Yeah. My career is pretty important. You're to me. never, <laughs> ever going to regret that yeah. ever. Yeah. And there's always time to meet someone and, and have that kind of like, I don't want to rush it either. Like, because then like, it's all the people that are like, oh my God, I have to get married. I have to meet this person. Okay. But then you have to spend the rest of your life with them. Like, don't you want to like have a little bit of anticipation of like cool things to come? Like instead of rushing into everything, I don't know. Right. I just think whatever. I think I live a pretty good life. I get to wake up. You do. If I feel like, having a, if I feel like having a cocktail at 10 a.m., I do. <laughs> and no one can stop me. I mean, you can basically do whatever the heck you want. I still feel like that, like a little kid sometimes, because I've had boyfriends for so long, and uh, and I like and I lived with a lot of my boyfriends too. And just being like, like newly single. I mean, I've been single now for like ten months. I don't know, nine months, ten months, whatever. Um, but like, I still get this like weird giddy feeling when I like am walking around my apartment. Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want right now. Yeah. No, no one can stop me. Like, no parents, no boyfriend. It's you fun. can order Domino's like online yeah. at ten o'clock in the morning. Well, and I'm a little classy than you. that. I don't do Domino's, babe. I did it yesterday. <laughs> really? That's so funny. I just don't like. I don't. I'm actually weird. I like... and I actually didn't even get pizza. I ended up getting chicken wings, and oh, they have like this buffalo chicken sandwich. See, I'd be more into that. Like, I'm actually oddly enough not uh, like a huge pizza person. Like, I like the things that go on pizza, like the cheese and the toppings, but like. I'm the same thing with, like, bread and, like, sandwiches and things. Like, I like everything that goes in it. And it's not like I'm, like, choosing to be low-carb. I just like the more flavorful things. I don't really care about the bread part of things. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah. It's, it's... Aren't you Italian? Wait, aren't you yeah, sure you I love bread? Yeah, but it's fine. I like butter. I like, I like, I use, I use <laughs> oh, bread yeah, as a vehicle you... to put butter on. It's only there for <laughs> the, for the butter. Because I can't exactly just melt butter you know, pour it down my throat. Not that I probably, I've probably done that. Probably. So what, what else is going on with you? Um, I don't know. I think we should talk about stuff off. Maybe this, maybe yes, we'll we hang up. Maybe I'll stop recording and then, and then we'll catch up off of this. Yeah, let's just do that. But thanks for doing this. I, of course. I, uh, I want you to on again. I want to like get some life updates on here. Cause I feel like my listeners will love hearing from you. And I bet, I bet because you are, very motherly and wise. I will get questions from my listeners, like who need advice from you, because you're just really. Really, good at it. I just feel like I'm I... so like boring. No, I feel like you get such good <laughs> advice. No, you just. My mom always says that when she watches you on the show, that she, that she thinks that we were like that we're very similar. You and I. She's like you guys. No, just I do me of each feel other. like you and I we're like kindred spirits. Like mm-hmm. you definitely have a nurturing component to you. I definitely see it. Yeah, we'll be good moms someday. Oh, we will. All right. Well, okay. Thank you for doing this. Tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Oh, uh, uh, just my name. So Danny underscore Baird on Instagram. That's B-A-I-R-D. D- yeah, D-A-N-N-I underscore B-A-I-R-D. And then Twitter, it's Dana Baird, D-A-N-N-A-B-A-I-R-D. Perfect. Thank you so much. And guys listening, uh, thank you so much for listening. And as always, like, thank you for rating at five stars and, and, and posting nice reviews on iTunes. It 
Oh, Yelp better keep this rate going. her five stars, Please. or I will actually like give my first threatening things on social media. Ooh, I like that, <laughs> Mama Bear. I like that. All right, yeah. Daddy, I'm gonna call you off of this now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.